Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. And now we're audible. All right. Okay. I really have to tell you something right now, William. Mm -hmm. There is a Warhammer 40K television series in development. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Hello, everyone. After that revelation that has suddenly grabbed my attention, um, welcome back. Uh, to the uh, World of Darkness uh, Chronicle, the Hunter's Vigil Chronicle um, Terminus Tendency. Uh, I am William. I am not in my typical location, as you can see. Because um, we can see you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. Um, and we are also missing our usual streamer which is part of why the stream quality might be not as good as it usually is um but it's just gonna be for this week because the next time we're gonna need everybody here which means we're which means the final episode is just not going to happen until we have all of our players, which will hopefully be next week but might be the one afterwards um but to get in, to get things rolling, I am William, and I am your storyteller, uh, game master for this hundredth the Vigil Chronicle. And joining me today, we have Jack. Hey, everybody! I'm Jack. I'm playing Nico Dunka, the uh, member of the Ascending Ones and Team Medic. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Drew the. The Lucifuge uh, Scholar. And Jeremy? I, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Kayla Wynn, uh, uh, Network Zero uh, reporter who's seen a lot. And Holly? I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, uh, Knights of St. Adrian, Murderbot. And Paul. I, I'm Craig. I'm playing Paul. <laughs> or is it the other way around? Uh, and uh, I am the Aegis Kaidoru acquisitions expert. Uh, and we're missing John. He's not feeling well today. Hopefully he will rejoin us next week for the finale. Um, but 
when last we left off, this group of hunters, um, after a after the conclusion of, of a climactic battle with the colonel, the, the vampire, the fey augmented vampire in charge of a large portion of the um, supernatural activity occurring in Atlanta, the group harvested a unique organ from within his body, sort of a small metallic heart that oozed liquid blackness, um, and beginning to try and ascertain what the source of this item was, and began to try and figure out what they could do with it, took it back to Alexander the Fate Weaver's laboratory, where the group that had been traveling there, who I do not remember who was in that group because it's been a couple of weeks. I was there, and I think it was, uh, I think it was Paul and Zero and right, Nico. and Zero and Nico. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I was, I would have time to do that coming back from the labyrinth, right? Because that was the only thing is I had stopped off at the labyrinth to yeah. drop off the memory. Yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, upon arrival there just before they decided to go down, were struck by a chill sensation as they turned and glanced into one of the shadowed, darkened alleys of the city and saw the briefest glimpse of a fleshy, flayed minotaur-like, or minotaur, centaur-like creature um, watching them from, from the edge of the shadows before retreating into the darkness leaving them alone with the chill sensation that they had been seen by what could only be the Nakalavi. But before we return to that, at a dark location sometime in the future, in, uh, in a dark room at an undisclosed location, a man continues to give his report. And, well, this would have been our first encounter uh, with the things that were really behind what was causing the Terminus tendency, and this is the first time we'd really have an idea as to what we were up against. And, well, the shadows behind the scenes are more dangerous than even we could have imagined, and now the following portions of this report detail the very first steps that we could truly begin to take against the Dark Masters orchestrating these events. And with that, we return to Nico, uh, Zero, and Paul, as the three of you have just had this encounter and now stand outside of Alexander the Fate Weaver's laboratory. Okay. Sorry, wasn't who there? I I thought that it was specifically. Hey, Drew, let's do scholarship. But I think oh, Drew that's right. Yes. Drew, yeah. also, I believe probably. Yeah, Drew. Drew was definitely there. Yes, because Drew heard and did not see. I remember. Oh. Because Drew is blind. <laughs> Drew did not see the monster. This thing from beyond the veil, because Drew can't see anything. Yeah. Um. I think we should go inside now. Hmm. Hmm. That thing was dark and evil and heinous. I think we should as well. <laughs> mm. It's supposed to be grim, but yes. Okay. 
It's been a while. That was just for you, William. Um, um, but uh, that's not the sort of thing that I feel particularly happy about knowing where we uh, hang our hats. But uh, yeah, let's get inside and talk about what the fuck just happened. And I'm heading down into Alexander's bunker library thing. Mm-hmm. As you disappear down into the bunker. And are once again greeted by the expansive laboratory and library that makes up Alexander's secret highway in an area that should no longer exist. Okay, well, so we have a weird prosthetic and apparently whoever built it wants it back or something. And yeah, fire doesn't work on the vampires that this thing works with. So that's... uh, that's not okay. It, it certainly could just be a coincidence, but uh, it does seem rather odd that uh, we've got um, several fireproof things running around, and we find out that this uh, supernatural patron seems to be unbothered by it. I mean, maybe that's why. It's got a marginal level of intelligence and decided, oh, everything is on fire. Maybe better make sure my shit doesn't get bothered by that. That certainly could be true, but it does not make me feel any better. No. Or if you're trying to convince a vampire to side with you, the thing that is most dangerous to you and especially he has presents serious risks to your mind and might be a valuable bargaining chip. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure the colonel was immunity to anything, probably uh-huh. sunlight. But if you can offer more limited, fire is not an unreasonable offer. Oh I'm, uh, yeah, no, I'm sure the I'm sure the colonel was was plenty pleased when. Horsey McSkinless out there told it, it he, he wasn't Also, gonna... why are you surprised that it knows where we're going? We specifically are taking a piece of it, a place. Understanding that it probably has a sense of itself. I mean, I wasn't gonna go surprised, just disconcerted. <laughs> Fine. But yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that that thing knows exactly where its stuff is most of the time. I, uh, I I'm gonna go look for some books. Nico's gonna go look for some books. All right. Um, roll me as I try and make this mouse work. Okay. Um, Intelligence investigation. Okay. Any bonus for being in an occult library? 
Okay, cool. Uh, he, plus three to any attempts to research made using his contents. Um, most mostly looking for. I mean, if he can find anything specific about Nuckalavi, he'll he'll go for that. But just general phase shit. <laughs> One success. Um, you find. You find the Orcadian. You, you you find a a book of ancient Orcadian mythology, um, which details the Nuckalabi as far as the as far as the Northern Isles. Okay. Details it. So, while it might not be completely accurate to whatever you're facing, you learn at least what the Nuckalabi appears to be in folklore. In folklore. I'm. I'm going to join the research, but looking specifically for references to the knuckle of and a heart. Go ahead and roll me your own investigation. Also three for the library. Okay. I wonder why it's adding my medicine. Oh, I had to uncheck investigation. Now it's doing it right. All right. Okay, two successes. Um, Drew, are you also doing this? Drew, are you also doing this? Yeah. Yeah, you can move. All right. Do I get any modifiers? Sorry. Yeah, a plus three for the for the for the library you're in. Great. search goes um, you don't find any particulars about the knuckle of the itself um, what you do find is sort of um, a treatise by some mage whose name is difficult to read and nigh impossible to pronounce <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's sort of a treatise on condensed objects of supernatural capacity, pieces of supernatural beings of immense power that are pulled away from themselves and condensed into object form, uh, and how those objects can be used to augment other sources. Um, which sort of, as far as you can tell, sort of defines the the traits you can identify of this sort of heart of darkness that you found, um, and uh, a sort of a treatise on their nature, uh, how they tend to affect the creature that um, creates them, how they tend to affect the creatures that they are created and used for. Um, and the known capacity for modifying, destroying, creating them. 
um, uh, Drew, with three successes, um, you find a record of a conversation between between a pair of changelings um, that has somehow managed to make its way into this library. Um, detailing, uh, it's it's listed as a. It, the title of the document is a record of a conversation between a member of the Winter and Summer Courts, um, and it appears to be a breakdown between someone who was just identified as Summer Court operative and someone identified as Winter Court operative, uh, and appears to be some kind of. Um, breakdown and recollection of both of their experiences in Arcadia among a court known as the uh, the Sea Court. Um, and especially, especially referencing one particular member of the gentry by the name of the Nakalavi um, and its particular Taste for torture and mistreatment of those around it, um, and the particular horrors that these two operatives both faced during their during their durance in Arcadia as as <coughs> slaves to the Sea Court, and how the Nakalavi would bring its pleasure upon them. Um, So you, you find those three documents, and given enough time, they could certainly provide an amount of insight. Anything specifically useful in terms of uh, reverse engineering this thing to help us track the Nuklovi? Um So what you do get from your document um, is that there is usually when something creates something this powerful of in and of themselves, uh, it usually has some form of connection to them. Um, creatures powerful enough to create these things also can also have an innate sense of them uh, and can find their locations and even to a certain extent control them. Um, it is known. It it is unknown exactly how to track these in reverse. Um, sometimes it's very easy, sometimes it's very difficult. Each object tends to operate slightly differently okay. um, and usually requires one to be able to track the native energies of the supernatural creature that created it. Um, but as far as useful uh, notation about it, um, destroying each of these objects tends to, again, be different for each object, but also related to the type of creature that made it. Um, but it is noted that almost universally, the amount of power that uh, is required to create these objects creates sort of a negative backlash when they are destroyed, which usually significantly weakens the creator for a period of time after its destruction. Ah, okay. Any any indications about how to destroy them when that time comes? Um, Cold iron or something it, like that. It, it varies from. It, it depends on the creator, and each and each object is different. 
Um, But generally speaking, most of the destruction methodologies are not so simple as firing a tank cannon at it. (laughs) Usually they are symbolic, esoteric, um, oftentimes ritualistic, uh, which makes it difficult to perform in the course of combat, usually, is the notation. but the secondary notation regarding that is that the, the period of weakness usually lasts for a significant time. It's not usually a matter of minutes, it's usually a matter of days or weeks. Okay. Still not something that I think we'd wanna we'd wanna try before we're ready to move, but a slim a slim slice of hope at least. What do you all think? Mm-hmm. I had to guess that is probably why getting connections to the these overbosses is important. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I can't think of a anything more. Yeah. No, go with that. Um. I I guess the the main thought I I have is the question of whether informing Colleen of this will make her more cautious around it or make her just absorb it because she's trying to learn the extent of her abilities and might assume she can handle it and maybe she can it just seems like a risk that she she, sh- she might not want to take Paul winces and nods yeah, if she's going to be experimenting with the newfound abilities I've, I think I'm far more comfortable with her eating um, bits and pieces of, of, uh, of the resources of the Aegis things like the coins rather than bits and pieces of an unfathomable intelligences from other realms Hmm. besides we don't know what it would do to her I don't think she does either Um, would it be worth asking the shade of the fate weaver I mean if we conjure him Sarah says gonna say I don't know were we we only able to summon him before because of his connection to Colleen that would be my surmise I I as a player forgot about that. Um so besides Zero's the only one who can directly talk to him anyway. Other than Colleen. Because Colleen can do everything she wants to because Nico just kinda looks around hoping to find like an old style rotary phone that somehow also still has a speed dial for the previous <laughs> tenant. Mm-hmm. Well, some, not. <laughs> something to breach. What, uh, it, it, and it still pulls up. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think as far as, uh, as as far as a safe place to keep it? I know we've got this containment unit that Zaro was kind enough to provide, but uh, beyond that, I feel like we should be taking other precautions as well. Yeah, we get the 
why don't we do we want to stick it in with the fetters and the crimson whatnot and we specifically shit? said we didn't want to that's do right that. we did say that didn't we yes right just in case there's a, a metaphorical fire i don't want to put all the metaphorical fireworks in the same box no. uh-huh we put in we've got it in a containment box we hope that helps We've got it in a place that's inaccessible to almost anyone that's theoretically protected by a ghost, kind of. We hope that helps. Uh, <laughs> Paul shrugs a little and says, I don't know. Part We're of me was still. Much better than most hunters would be. That's fair. I just, there's part of me. Still would feel even even more comfortable if we just I don't know put a box over it or something. We can find that. Just Kojima apples. <laughs> actually, I think I think we actually had a few things delivered here. So I take one of the presumably like generic brand Amazon boxes that stuff we got delivered via uh, Zero came in. Yeah. Yeah. And stick that over the containment unit. Paul smiles weakly and says... It takes like three tries to get <laughs> in the right place. <clears throat> Paul smiles weakly and just says, I told you it was silly, but I do feel better. Okay. So. so what's, uh, I guess our next plan is to figure out um, if we can weaken it, that's great, but uh, even a weakened knuckle <clears throat> is like... Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the others got something off shakes about that. It's also not supposed to be the only one, or the only operator. There's supposed to be other... Yeah. Right. William, what was Colleen's dad's thing uh, name? A, the, the Council, uh, supposedly, is a group yeah. of a shadow organization of various different supernatural creatures pulling the strings. Apparently, there are other features, figures to the Council, whether those are others like the Colonel or others like the Naklavi. I wasn't clear on, but. That's important. And then there's uh No, obviously this isn't something we're going after right now. Right. But there are other priorities we have and well, I did find some changeling records. Hopefully. Yeah. So while that's going on, the other group of Kayla, Astrid, and I believe Colleen. Archer was with Astrid and Archer. too. Yeah, and Archer. Um, I don't recall where you were headed. I have ago. no idea what we're doing. <laughs> I legitimately don't. Astrid was supposed to stay put according to Nico, because she was, like, recovering. Right. Oh, yeah. She was, that's right. That's right. We're just hanging. Wounded. 
Yeah. Yeah, Astra's not allowed to go anywhere or do anything fun. He said something about getting information from Shakes. I was like, were we supposed to do that? I feel like I, I feel like Paul went and talked to Shakes because he got the uh, he got his memory of yeah. the winter thing. I don't think we had. I don't think we were going back to talk to Shakes again because <clears throat> I did get a chance to talk to her about things. Yeah. So what are what are the rest of you doing at the compound? Um, keeping an eye on the vampire, the the walking time bomb, and the wounded one. <laughs> And What's realizing I'm probably gonna die because I was the uh, I'm the able-bodied one that was left behind. <laughs> I've seen enough horror films. Right, right. Um, no, just sort of keeping an eye on things and um, yeah, probably checking in with. Uh, uh latest things that have probably been sent to me by 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 my compact i don't remember which i no yeah compact not conspiracy um just doing you know downtime things network zero is a compact that could be considered a conspiracy in the right light so either one really works yeah yeah, just 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 a little uh, a little light relaxation work, <laughs> suppress you know, collating data and and viewing the latest the latest video streams of whatever horrific things are out there. So on. Um, something you something you are getting actually that that immediately pings your radar from Network Zero is a series of roving blackouts and brownouts. Uh, that are occurring um, in the city uh, that are moving. There's a there's a series of power outages and just darkening of lights in areas uh, that is following a motion pattern that is heading from roughly the vicinity of where your group was at, it was headed to, to roughly the vicinity of where Fate Weaver's apartment should be if it were extant on a map, which it's not, um, heading in your direction. So, okay, to be clear, it's coming, it's going wherever they were supposed to go. It's going from, from, from there, following sort of like a curving path that's that's in line with, that is in line with where you're at. Um... Is it following roads? Not really. It's, it's just like, cutting straight through communities. Yeah, it's more, it's more like carving through alleyways and stuff. If you tried to follow it. But what I'm saying is, it looks like it could be just something that's following a person heading this way, as opposed to like something disembodied traveling through buildings and. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely looks like it, it. It definitely looks like something is traversing and these blackouts are following it it's not like cutting straight through um like localized areas it's just it, it's the path curves as if something is having to maneuver around things versus just carving straight through like as the crow flies all right everybody up everybody up and 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 adam and 
get in a car. No, go die. What? No, go die. No, no, you don't understand as I shift the monitor. Do you see this line? Yeah. That's that's power outs. That's heading directly towards us. Okay. <laughs> so the lights go out. I love Astrid as a cat. It's not like a person travels. Oh. Somebody is causing this as they're just walking this way around them. <sighs> we need to go. Nico said I was supposed to stay here. Nico can get fucked. Okay. You have a stiff stretcher in your apartment still from I can't remember why we needed it. <laughs> Do you want to get yelled at it by Nico later, or do you want to live? Because you I can't mean, have both. I don't want to get yelled at. I would like to live. <laughs> I think that sentence was structured a little bit awkwardly. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but Kayla's in a little bit of a rush right now. Right. Fine. She'll get up slowly. Everybody in, uh, I've got a car. Everybody in the car. Um, Archer it was, right? Yeah. You drive? I do. Don't wreck it. Throw the keys. Cool. Because I'm keeping my laptop open. I'm trying to track this thing to see if it follows us. All right. Yeah, it, it takes you a couple of minutes to, uh, to to get everybody loaded, especially Astrid, who you basically have to help get up and down the stairs because you're in the bunker underneath the gas station right now. Um, but it, it takes you a few minutes. Um, as Archer is turning the key on and as the, as the vehicle is starting, the street lights around begin to flicker and die. Oh, faster, 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 faster. Ow! I'm moving! Shut up! He turns the key as everyone piles in and, and flips him to drive, hits the gas and starts to go. Um, do we know which way it's coming from? Can I get a direction to go away from? Uh, go to, um, I just I just reach forward, like hit the uh, hit the um, um, car map thingy. GPS navigation. Thank you, Tom. Tom. There are words. Turn left at the roundabout. Words. I just hit it and hit the just for for. Actually, I have a one point safe house. For my pl- for 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 my place that is not my home. So um, he hits the gas um, as as you are pulling out. Everyone can go ahead and roll me a uh, wits and composure. Has a- anyone alerted the rest of us? Uh, nope, because <laughs> priority is not letting you know quite yet. Priority yeah. is there are some gone. NPCs that might, but. We haven't gotten a call yet. 
That was zero dice. Oh, crap. Sorry. Had it on the wrong thing. Oh, do I still have a win penalty? Yep. Okay. Well, hang on. Oh, no, you should not. Um, hang on, let me fix your health bars. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I health correctly or healed correctly. Okay, roll that again. You shouldn't have any penalty. Okay. Be just outside. Um, and actually, I'm going to mark a couple of those gone because it has a penalty okay. Three successes. Okay. Um, so, Kayla and Astrid, as, as, as Archer is hitting the gas and you both look around, um, you can see sort of behind you in one of the alleyways. Um, there's an area where even just natural light seems to be blocked out and you can just see this sort of inky blackness that is filling this alleyway and slowly emerging out of it you see this centaur-like half-human female half massive horse flayed of skin just revealing ancient raw muscle and blackish veins pumping brackish blood long extended arms with talons a single burning red eye dead center in what is otherwise just a face of muscles with a massive fanged jaw slowly emerging out from the shadows therein, just taking slow steps, just trailing the darkness with it as it walks from the alleyway as Archer hits the gas and proceeds to move rapidly away from it. <laughs> Archer, you can do superficial uh, superficial damage to my car if you need to. If it will get us out of here quicker. What is that? I'm going to guess that's our good friend with the silly name. Okay, everyone else sees this, right? Because I'm on some pain meds right now. You're not, <laughs> you're not hallucinating. Okay, just making sure. Um, so the uh, archer hits the gas and proceeds to move. Let me roll a drive check real quick. Mm, drive. Superficial, damn it. <laughs> So Archer will sort of cut around the gas station and then immediately um, sort of pass by, uh, run straight through a red light that is no longer functioning as the as the lights have just completely shut off, um, and just carve around the the corner of the of the street and start heading in the direction that your safe house is supposedly in. Uh, you every so often see him just circum circumvent the GPS because he knows a because he knows a shortcut. Good. It's not even if it's not a legal road. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I was. I was going to suggest go, actually, I will say, just do me a favor, follow the, follow exactly what it says. Because I imagine Kayla's GPS tracking, like the route that she has programmed in, is very roundabout. Hmm. 
and will lose people if they are trailing her. Fair enough. So he will. And then I'm going to keep track of is the, where the power outage is because that's the good news is we very easily know where it's going to be. <laughs> um, right about now is probably when uh, Kayla also gets a text from Nico. Okay. What is in the text? Uh, it's it just says we stash the prosthetic here and there's a photo of an Amazon box and on the outside in like shitty black letters with Sharpie it just says Zero's porn. See, to be clear, it's probably not actually an Amazon box. It's probably whatever company. Right, it's a, it's a, it's a crappy cardboard box that's obviously yeah. been recently taped up. And then he just labeled it. You get back great. Don't go, quote unquote, home. Knucklehead is there. We'll update with new location. Hey guys. Yeah, what's what's up? Um Kayla had to pull an evac because apparently Centaur friend decided to visit the safe house. So she's gonna let us know where to meet her once they're clear, I guess. Did they get everybody out? I feel like she would have said something about that if, if, yeah, yeah, she got everybody out. <laughs> uh, um. Had to leave wounded and undead behind. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Paul, Paul is going over and checking to make sure that the that the hatch is shut. Yeah, you, you double check the seal, make sure that it's that it's properly tight. Um, and so while while you're keeping an eye on the on the motion tracking on the on the tracking of the of the blackouts, um, you see that they continue on and pause for a period around the area of the safe house. As if whatever is moving, stops moving for a bit and waits there for a minute, and then a few a few minutes later starts to move again, um, not in your direction. It's sort of meandering off in a different direction now. We may have lost it, or it may just be waiting for us to to stop. Regardless, oh. we're going to run out of gas eventually, so we should probably stop. Yeah, well, we stop somewhere for a little bit, and yep. then, like, if it starts following us, then we can, you know, yeah. go leave ahead or die or whatever. Yeah. Go ahead and, and follow the directions all the way through. It'll, we're almost there anyway. And I will send to, to Nico just an address. I don't know what the address is. I literally just have on my sheet safe house one. Cool. Okay. You're fired an address. We'll figure that out. We'll figure that one out later. Um, after about ten more minutes of monitoring these blackouts, um, they disappear. 
I got a location. The the black the blackouts continued to roam south while you were headed northeast, um, and then eventually just the blackouts ceased. Power was restored to the location where they where the blackouts were last at, and there's no new blackouts. Okay. What is the local power company? Uh, there's a variety of different power companies. Um, usually, they're county EMCs. Um, or Georgia Power is the state. Can we can we check those uh, online for reported outages? Place. We don't know why. Sorry, what was that, Drew? I I was just pointing out that you don't. Okay, you guys don't know that there that yeah. there's the a only power. thing we know is that the Naklavi was chasing them. We don't know about power outages or. Yep. That's fair. I'm. <sighs> you're not. You're not aware of that situation yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So you, you've been given a location. What are you guys are do, doing? I think just checking the news while we're waiting, at least. And we got an address now, so we can go meet up. Yeah. All right. Probably Everybody in the tank. <laughs> uh, does Nico drive? I don't remember. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Bruce basically offers to drive when people take too long fighting about who has to drive. <laughs> so you got you guys pile into the armored Humvee. Paul sit in the back. Proceed to make your way towards the location that was provided. Takes about if you're if you're flying if you're if you're just carving straight through the streets to get to it, rather than taking the roundabout route, it takes about thirty minutes. Yeah, Nico, Nico has not been told to approach and with anything less than direct navigation, so he's just driving straight there. Yeah, legit. So about half an hour passes by and you arrive at uh, Kayla's one dot safe house, which is probably like. I figure it's probably like <sighs> just some sort of, uh, I mean, it's one point. So like An apartment with a large, an apartment separate from her actual home, which is a a small house, but an apartment with like some actual privacy to it, and uh, and mostly probably that those points were put into the surveillance stuff. Yeah, so it's like a it's it's a lone apartment in the middle of an area where it's relatively. there are relatively few occupants and it's relatively quiet um and there's a number of like small like home security cameras that have been set up around uh the around the perimeter of the of the apartment itself yep yep nico walk up and bang on the door (laughs) keep an eye on things around us as we do check the camera okay good camera is still working okay it's not the knuckle of each um <laughs> when the camera goes out you know you have a problem <laughs> open the door 
Hey. Hey. What happened? I mean, a pretty much so. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. One of you guys bring me alcohol. No. No, but I got some more pain meds if you need some. Alcohol is the best pain med. Paul is standing behind the others and he just winks. That is scientifically untrue, but I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) Alcohol is poison. I mean, obviously we go in. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's worth noting by this point, Nico, that she's less wounded than you are because it was mostly bashing damage, which is right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're the one with free aggravated. Yep. It's going to be a week and a half before I'm feeling okay. Uh, so anyway, the, the, the gist of it is we got uh, – uh, our, our our good friend tra- causes. Well, that's what you get inside of you, fucking idiots. Um, the the short of it is, uh, uh, they were causing power outages wherever they walked. That gave me the clue. Huh. Um. So we got the we got the fuck out of there. Um, also, that thing was a nasty piece of work, Archer says. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a. We saw it. Wait, or they saw it. When did these power outages start? Because Nico's trying to make a timeline now. Because he knows when we saw it. Yeah. Yeah, when, when the power ah. just started, roughly syncs up with when it disappeared from where it was watching you. Does it look like the power outages were kind of a direct line between Alexander's and our safe house? Yeah, it definitely. Yeah. It definitely okay, the so. power outages were following a line between that, between the lab and those two points. And the gas okay. Station. So. Hunters, do we have damage control to do? I mean, as far as like damage that it did to anybody else, as far as what is apparently a horrific and monstrous thing beyond human comprehension, wandering around getting into a car chase, apparently. I mean, we drove away, It, 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 it didn't follow us very far doesn't seem quick any idea which way it headed yeah it started heading next direction and then vanished yeah it started heading south and then either it vanished or whatever power it uses that causes power brownouts which I would assume is either is either just a ref- a a reaction to its very nature, or the side effect of some kind of power that it uses? Because if it's the power to just make it obvious where it is to anybody with a map of the city, that's a really shitty power. Right. That's um, fair, I suppose. But yeah, either that, either either. Th- it stopped using whatever power it was was causing it or it jumped into that other world place you all were talking about any chance it's going to get the the heart back 
how how physical is this thing do we think it looked physical but then from the limited amount that the changelings have told us the things that they're worried about typically can't or don't operate in our world Right. At least um, that was the inference from the fact that she was pretty sure that's not what would, what was doing the butchering. Right. So at the very least, it, uh, I don't know, maybe it can be here because it was clearly having a physical effect. Mm. But maybe it can only be here for a short amount of time. Who knows? Maybe it got hungry. Maybe it got bored. Yeah. Um, it could. What What do we think it eats? People. I mean, wasn't that a given? Do I know from <laughs> the from the records I found about? Um, you do know that from from the records of conversation of their durances, um, flesh being eaten was a recurring thing with the knuckle of yes. Um, but it also fed just on fear and terror and negative emotion of its victims as well, not just the physical flesh. I will confer that. Flesh, fear, and terror. I mean, that honestly seems to be a little bit more what I expected. So it's basically Leatherface meets Freddy Krueger but but a Hellenistic one because centaur uh, Drew Nico's the one who's actually got like the folkloric description of what a knuckle of he is yeah yep. well that's not that's not what I was going to say Drew will um, it's a monstrous creature from a fey other world right so maybe <laughs> sounds legit um regardless I think it's fair to say that it knows where Astrid's place is now because it was pretty well beelining there well, the place that you were at was the gas station. Was or the, the gas station. station. Yeah, sorry, the gas station. It was beelining there. Notably, it was traveling normal person routes. It wasn't just walking through walls and shit. So that would lend some credence to the yeah, it has it a was, physical form. Thing. Yeah, it was physically there. Or... <laughs> It's that next level in in, 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 it, in it's fucking with our heads and wants to make us think it does. Yeah. The, the, I don't think that's the case. But The part that I just can't figure out is it, it appeared next to some of us. Why didn't it just do whatever it was going to do then? Is it the whole fear thing, trying to get a little bit of a meal before it... Uh, it attacks or what do you think it's 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 going for at this point i just point over at colleen 
yeah might have seen that you know oh it's those three or four they're not the ones i'm really looking for that much i mean you guys probably do to to put this in animal terms you guys probably had calling sent on you a little bit we had the big red we had the big red button Fantastic. That thing disturbed me. Colleen says, I don't think I want to let that thing get anywhere near me. I don't think we want... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we don't plan on letting that thing get anywhere near you either. 100%. I think we're all on the uh, same page there. Yep. (laughs) I I definitely prefer not to have um, uh, ancient fey monstrosities or gaining control of or whatever reality changing individuals and just you in general because you, you know person too I appreciate the, the, the vote of confidence <laughs> so so when are we going to kill it I mean that kind of was where I was going as well yeah. Um, can any of you make pipe mums? Hmm. Uh, Paul says pipe bombs are uh, not exactly my specialty, but uh, explosives, charges, that sort of thing. Somewhat, yeah. Because, like, the whole thing with you have to hit it with this type of metal, et cetera, et cetera, makes me think shrapnel explosive boom. Two questions, GM. Mm-hmm. First question is an Aaron doesn't know question. If you create shrapnel with cold metal, is the shrapnel still cold iron? Yes, you have not worked at a forge. Cool. It, it being heated up is not enough. It has to be heated up to like tempering levels oh okay yeah so that makes sense because you can make things out of Mm -hmm. sorry second question this is more of a remembering question wasn't it made pretty clear we were not at a level where we could fight this thing like when we talked to fate weaver yeah fate weaver did definitely make it clear that at the time of your conversation, these foes were beyond you, but it also did mention that the keys you would need to battle it, you would find from its lieutenants. Okay. And from your experiences. Do, do, we, do we get the impression that that was sort of, if you find a key, you're good to go, or we're gonna need more than one key? I mean, it's hard to interpret a cryptic ghost, um, but basically the gist that you got based on what you understand from what you found in the document your best interpretation is probably something along the lines of this heart will give you an opening you best be prepared to take it okay so whether or not you think you're ready for this is still true most of us are still quite injured. We're not, we just called in 
our favors to get that last fight over with. Unless we want to really gamble, we probably need to rest. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can take this thing. You're high. I am fine. You're high. I'm fine. I mean, that may not Run necessarily be a detriment, drugs. but... You're high. I can still take it. I mean, to be fair, I fully believe, Astrid, that you will say this when you're sober. But your judgment is in question right now. I mean, I'm pretty sober. I haven't been allowed to have alcohol. And to be fair, even off the pain med, your judgment's in question sometimes, Archie says. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to say it because she was going to hit me. She's so, going to punch you. him in the arm. Like, playfully, but punch him in the arm. Well. That's the best thing. This that's the best thing about having a vampire older brother is you don't have to hold things back when you hit the, when you hit the bl- because you're not going to do that much damage. Stab him in the face. <laughs> that's me. I don't appreciate your advocation of physical harm just because I can regenerate. <laughs> We are such a cancer cell. I say out of character. Anyway, so this thing's a nightmare come to life. In every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. We don't know where it is, nope. what it is, or how to kill it. I mean, we kind of know what it is, don't we? Well, and, and it seems like the where may not be a significant problem, because uh, whether we want it to or not, it might just come to us, given enough time. But it, it in that same capacity, it seems to be able to run off without anything and probably would do that if we significantly injured it. Also fair point. If you... When you really want things to happen, they happen, right? I mean... That's the gist of what I've gotten. Kind of. So if you really, really want to make yourself impossible for this thing to find. I can try. Like, I I, don't know the... I'm a little nervous about... They're your powers. You you decide how to use them. I am a little nervous you'll write yourself out of reality. (laughs) Or, or, Or do something else damaging, like... Careful how you word your wi- your wish spell. Yeah, I, I, my I, invisibility. I don't know the extent of my own abilities is part of it. You already tried I'm to fight saying... this thing once. That that was a big enough risk. 
yeah i'm not saying for the record let's do it right now i'm just throwing that out as a oh shit it's coming this way because assuming that assuming that what we observed is a consistent thing we're gonna know when it gets close because you best believe I am now tracking the power grid. Well, that that'll probably work for a while, but oh, it won't work forever. But it'll work yeah. while we figure shit out. If, if these things are really as cunning and mysterious as the changelings make them out to be, I feel like they'll learn that that's how you're figuring out where it's when it's coming and find some kind of countermeasure. Oh yeah, but at least for like the next time it finds us. Yeah. We'll know. Right, but I think that also means that our, our timeline is getting fairly close here. Yes. I am going to uh, I'm going to go on the computer. Can we figure out how it's getting here? Because I I thought that I had closed the doorway that I did close the doorway that we found, but there might be more. I'm gonna say I assume that I assume that means there's more than one door. <laughs> Probably. That might be a question for Shakes though. Fair point. <laughs> So I am going to go on, uh, go, I'm basically going to start setting up scripts and like to track metadata of anything. I'm narrowing down specifically to the description of what it looks like. Horse type creatures loose in the city, um, uh, power outages, power surges, um, uh, basically anything so I can have like a constant feed of alerts. All right, but Nico's going to demand that you make this into an app, install it on all our phones, and name it Centaur of Attention. Astrid, so you, you hit him. <laughs> okay, show it, Nico. <laughs> Ow. Um, you didn't tell me you you had kids. For the record, that's not for the pun. I don't think that's it is. For imagining that it's that fucking easy to just whip an app out of nowhere. You want I, me to shoot him too? No. Okay. Because I can. <laughs> I love the sentence. Um, glad she punched me in my non acid burned arm. Speaking of which, um, is there anything we could do about these, or is it we just gotta wait until it heals on its own? Keep, keep them clean, keep it. Yeah, no, it's good, it's gonna be treatment time on those. Hmm? Fantastic, because unlike pulseless over here we don't get an edge in that he has a name 
Yeah, but it's about as much as I can do to remember all your guys' names, too. I'll get it eventually, I promise. But... Also, I mean, it's faint, but there is a pulse. Is there? We run on blood. It still has to circulate. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Before either of those two pointing to the direction of the two medicals in the building, get ideas. Uh, To be fair, I'm a rare breed. There are are a number of us that can more easily pass for human. I'm one of them. Ah. Ah. Sorry, Drew, I, we interrupted you. What was that? Nah, it's, it's nothing. I'll, I'll deal with it. Okay. So, for now, we rest for the night. Okay. Get alcohol. We rest for the night. Wait, we get alcohol. If you, okay. (sighs) Can you not go a single night? Nope. There's a term for that. Yep, it's called thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um, I am going to preemptively text uh, Jeremy's previous character. <laughs> I know you hate us right now, but but oh god, fuck's sake, I cannot remember character names. Nina, Nina, yeah. Um, Four. I know. No, the, I'm texting Nina. Yes, I know that you hate us right now, but Astrid is on medicine that doesn't mix well with alcohol. If she shows up at your place, please don't give her alcohol. Okay. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, back meanwhile. <laughs> Sorry. You are taking medication currently. Yeah. I am not dealing with no offense. Do not take these slanders in any way specifically to reference you right now, but an Odin bitch in my place. Okay. One night. We'll see. God. See you guys at my rest. Yeah. Crash where you crash wherever you want. I'm going to be staying up paranoid all night, watching shit and waiting for waiting for something horrible to happen in my safe house. Um, just roll me a, a wits and computers real quick, just to okay, just to see. Uh, which tab is the tab? There's the there's the tab. Uh, wits and computer. Three. So, 
throughout the evening, as you get a relatively sleepless night, there are a series of streaking black outlines that occur throughout the night. There are points where a blackout begins here and slowly travels and then disappears. And then somewhere else in, in Atlanta begins here and slowly travels and then disappears. Same approximate speed each time? Roughly, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that's that's the, the it, they don't seem to be. If you had to take a wild guess, you would say it's searching. Right. Right. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna wait until everybody's up. Right. Um. Uh, Unless like it happens to pass directly by us, in which case, you know, I'm not waiting. But... Yeah. Um. Astrid, go ahead and make me a wits and composure roll. All right. Two successes. Uh, as you're laying down and sort of, uh, as uh, Paul gives you a gives you a pillow, uh, you sort of lay down, and a few minutes later, you feel something hard under your pillow, and you reach a hand back and find there is. A uh, uh, like a small, um, tiny glass bottle. Hmm. Is there anyone around me right now? Not really. Uh, so uh, grab it. I, 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 if I can interject, Nico was going to remain in fairly close proximity to whoever the more injured individuals were. He's sleeping, sure, but you know. I mean, she's actually the least injured individual. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then he's probably somewhere else. Yeah, I think it's I, you and me being acid burn buddies. I, yep. I would like to object. So like, least injured. <laughs> I mean, yes, Kayla's Kayla's uninjured. Correct. But uninjured and least injured are very close companions. I'm I'm pretty close. I just have a kind of damage that doesn't go away quickly. Yeah, like yep. oh, there's a fair Astrid, few. Astrid has a single lethal right now. Um, Astrid's gonna like roll on her side with her back to everybody and look at what it is. It's a bottle of whiskey. It's just like a shot bottle. Chill down it. So, take a shot of whiskey, and then it's up. Feel, uh, I, I, I feel like that comes from the 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 Colleen Distillery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does she know who slipped it under her pillow? Not really. Okay. You know that Paul gave you the pillow, so. Okay. All right. So do a shot. Go to sleep. She'll leave the bottle next to her pillow. Oh, whoops. I accidentally... <laughs> Note to self, do not minimize Zoom. That messes things up. <laughs> oh, no, no! <laughs> okay. Sorry, does. No difficulties. Everything's back in place. Yes, it absolutely does. Yep, sure do. I'm not normally the one streaming this crap. 
Um, yeah, you guys get a night's sleep. Um, you all regain a willpower if you're missing one from getting a night's sleep. Hey, awesome. Oh, cool. Aggravated takes, what, five days to heal a week? Okay. Unless you can do some kind of healing medic to make it go away faster. Uh, but... <laughs> I think my Aegis Kaidoro library card is maxed out. Um, but, uh, so you wake up in the morning. What's up, folks? Coffee's over there. Oh. It's fresh. It's the third pot. Perfect. Kayla went through two pots by herself. Thank you to whoever slipped me whiskey last night. The fuck? Uh, I mean, you live, so it's fine. I, I am trying to insight pr- the people I think are likely culprits. So Alexander's not still here, correct? No, Alexander's took off. Okay, because I don't know. Um, so Kayla, Paul... And uh, I, I actually am ruling out Archer and Nico on principle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I somewhat, I implicitly trust both of them with Astor's health to an extent. So I um, like the idea that the person who's been yelling at Astrid <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Yes. Is still Colleen, somehow under suspicion. Kayla and Paul are the three people I'm suspicious of, especially Colleen, because she wouldn't have to actually slip anything. Roll me wits and empathy. Um. Mm-hmm. Paul, if I'm you would like, you can go ahead and roll me a subterfuge. Her. Um. What plus subterfuge? Manipulation. Okay. I'm going to spend a willpower on this. <laughs> One success. No one seems a likely culprit at the time. Everyone seems like they're just kind of groggily waking up in the morning and no one immediately reacted to... Um, to no one, aside from the what, um, and from, from, from Nico... Uh, no one like. I did give a goddamn it. Yeah, like, there, <laughs> there was no immediately incriminating reaction from uh, any of the suspects. Okay. Well, that that being what that is. Thank you for not dying. Um, I've got good news and bad news for us all. Nico pulls out his bag and goes over and just starts doing a full physical on on Astrid as Kayla's doing this description. You took alcohol with drugs. I need to make sure you're okay. I apologize. Uh, Colleen, I wanted to ask you about something. Um, and I'm going to sort of take her a bit away from the rest of the group. Um, 
you talked with your dad um, while we were. Yeah. Did he? I I don't mean to pry, but did he indicate at all to you if there were other things like um, this thing the changelings are worried about, or if it seemed more like there were more people like the colonel that you needed to be worried about? Um, it's, I mean, the kind of ghost that we encountered at that location is more of an imprint from what I understand. It's, it's less of a lingering soul and more of just a lingering presence of someone who has existed there so frequently that they left their mark. Um, so what it knows is limited. Okay. Um, but from what I gather, it definitely seems like the forces behind whatever this council that it shared this information about are a, sort of a mix. They're the the enforcers and the lieutenants, the people like the colonel, and then there are also the ones that are more potent behind the scenes, like this knucklevy thing. Okay. Um, and I, I will, I'm trying to keep this conversation somewhat private. I mean, to be fair, I was like, there's good news and bad news, and then you dragged one of the people away, so. The conversation just sort of stopped in the main room. I'm not like <laughs> listening in. I'm just saying. Yeah, people are waiting on you guys to rejoin. They're not actively listening to you. My understand you. Okay. Then that wouldn't have happened because my understanding was what was happening right now was Nico was giving Astra a checkup and people were getting breakfast. If that's not what's going on, then whatever. Hmm. Um. So. But anyway. Uh, yes, then I wouldn't have if there was a group discussion going on. Fine. But as you were as you were saying, um, Kayla. Yeah. So Yeah, good news, bad news. Um Good news is, uh, I believe that if it needs to, if it needs to find us, or if it's in the process of trying to find us, we know we're. I, I'm. I'm going to get a sense of where it is. Is that through the same yeah. power outage? Okay. Yeah. Good. The bad news is, if it's not actively trying to find us, it's not setting off power failures. Right. Well, thanks for getting that set up, at least. Um, some indication is better than none, that's for sure. Now it's set up. So after after that warning is given and you begin you pull Colleen aside and begin to have that conversation she gives that answer um, did you have anything else you needed to question about Drew I've no it's fine I 
again, I misunderstood the situation. And it's fine. I, your conversation can now continue from where it, it was. Yeah. So having pulled Colleen away uh, to hopefully some privacy, yeah. I'm not judging you, but I do want to ask because it's important. Were you the one who I I know you've used your abilities to acquire alcohol in the past, which is fine. Did you by any chance do that for Astrid last night? Uh, no, I was trying to get some sleep. <laughs> That's reasonable. And I think it, it, you have your own medicine stuff enough that, that you're aware that that can be really dangerous to people, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm aware of how it can be a problem at times. Well, I'm also aware that it's a risk, but not a guaranteed failure. So whoever did it, yeah, wasn't but, necessarily okay. trying to kill her. So if you had done it, I would believe that. Everyone else here are adults that drink regularly. So if you didn't do it, someone just tried to kill Astrid. That was an assassination. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> I value your optimism, but like, especially if it wasn't a lot of alcohol, and I honestly don't know how much she had, but did she say whiskey or vodka? Because she definitely specified it was whiskey. It, it was whiskey, which isn't. I mean, it's strong, but it's not the strongest. Someone, if someone was trying to kill her, they would have given her, like, a bottle of vodka. Just be careful. <laughs> Do you guys have a lot of suspicion for each other, and I don't think it's all justified? It's... It's kind of our jobs. <laughs> Whether or not it's justified in this case, like, I don't know why, but I, I know there are organizations and people who would benefit from Astrid's death because she has the same, same job all of us do. And she has an organization, and yeah. As it suddenly became slightly darker in this room for a second. Oh my god, your darkness powers are fucking. <laughs> That's fucking insane, William. You <laughs> actually just darken whatever room you walk in. And when that happened, the printer just started printing something. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the next movie. 
<laughs> William has brought his supernatural, slightly um, lights power. <laughs> the only question is, is it printing in backwards Latin? I stopped whatever it was. Okay. I, I hate That candles. is the correct choice. Yep. Burn all the books. It's entirely possible that there's anything. someone else there. I was about to say, well, what are the I feel like you would have told me. Also, he's probably asleep by now. Probably is. That's reasonable. Okay. <laughs> so, um, with that, that... That aside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, where was I? What literally just happened before... Um, just declared that he believes someone is trying to assassinate Astrid. Paranoid suspicion. <laughs> A.K.A. any other point in the entirety of this campaign. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you are I don't not wrong. advocate for my characters, but in this case... I mean, not that unreasonable. I mean, to be fair, you have not tried to shoot anybody in the face or shot a sibling yet. So that is what one up. I have reason to believe members of this party would try and kill each other. We need to do something fun and relaxing together <laughs> at some point. Uh, go to a show or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we can definitely do that. Um, we also need to hunt down um, the slashers. It's going to be the best episode ever. On the back. Yes, we, we definitely have a lot of things on our plate, but at the same time, if we're constantly go... <laughs> I mean, Sorry. I keep looking up when the lights dim. Um, if we're if we're constantly on the go and never taking a minute to replenish ourselves, we're just gonna burn out. Yeah, I, I don't just disagree. But we should get back before people start getting mm -hmm. curious of where we're at. So. Colleen Every, back to the I'm gonna ask my hell dog if he knows. <laughs> if he knows what? Oh, if he knows who, if he knows who. Because he has a really good sense of smell. Just because, just for the sake of it, roll me uh, with some composure for the dog. Everybody knows that the episode where 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 the the adventurers or the or or the hunters or the scoobies or whatever try to have a moment of fun that results in a monster of the week theme is usually the fifth or sixth episode not the penultimate episode of the week. <laughs> i i like the idea of penultimate episodes being casual Fun Ember episodes or Ember season finales. Ember yeah. Island players is what you're saying, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> that was not the penultimate episode, but yes, that aesthetic. Um, two successes, not that great. Um, Crowley definitely knows that someone walked over with some alcohol because he scented the alcohol moving, but he doesn't know who. Helpful. 
and my occult powers only track blood spillage. That aside, as as Colleen and presumably Drew return to the rest of the group. All right. So, what is our battle plan? Are we trying to are we trying to go up against this thing with what we've got, or are we trying to take out another lieutenant? Do we know of any other lieutenants? Actually, let me let me take a step back. I mean, we've got those two slashers, right? Are I they, don't know if they're actually the lieutenants of this council thing or whatever, but... know that they're connected because yeah. we've found evidence of that same corruption stuff. Drew can't really point to an arm, but he's clearly trying to. Right. <laughs> um, that same corruption stuff in a few of their... Okay. Um, we know that well, we don't know the details or where they were. Some of the the sewer werewolves were also the evil or the shadow werewolves. Feel like between taking it directly to the knuckle of you, or at least trying to, and uh, concentrating on the, uh, the the torch and the um, and the talisman. I think I'd rather try to get the slashes out of the equation first. I mean, so, okay. Just to clarify all of this. So, 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 so everybody's on the same page informationally. Each there's more people on this. There, there, there's the Nuclei isn't like the top of the the the, the top of this pyramid, mm-hmm. right? To our best guess, they're like the inner circle of the secret society, right? And 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 it's one of multiple. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're not and these lieutenant things are giving us what we need in order to fight their superiors. Right? Right. That's the assumption we're working under right now, I think. Assuming all of them have another one of these essences like the, the right that was in the that was in the kernel yeah so by connecting by by connecting the yellow question marks um if we not that that not that there's not value in it and not that i am potent not potentially down for this over fight Necrocentaur. Um, but if we go after the slashers, there is the, the, there is far from any certainty that whatever we get from whatever our, our quest reward is there is, is not necessarily useful in fighting if nothing else, it's one more 
thing yes. that won't potentially barrel in during that fight. Agreed. No, exactly. That's why I said, you know, not that it won't be, not that there's not value and not that I'm down for it. I'm just making sure that everybody's clear on mm-hmm. and making sure that my understanding of it is what everybody's understanding generally is. Right. If, if, if they are witting or unwitting lieutenants of whatever these things are you're absolutely right there's no guarantee that relate to the knuckle of e but right there is absolutely a guarantee that we they are a known threat yes um, and, and they are something that we were or at least we have been investigating for quite some time yes you have and i, I for one would feel better obviously with all of these threats off the street but uh Certainly, with with these ones gone, it might give us a bit more breathing room. I mean, yes. that, I'm in agreement on that. I was just, um, it's good to have a crystal clear understanding because besides, we already, is a thing. We already have a plan to deal with or help the slashers. Yeah, do. Yeah. Points at Zero sitting in the corner. Hmm. Zero and I, we, we all discussed it, but Zero and I can, Zero can arrange a location that is out of the way enough. And I have potential methods given my magic of reaching out to and arranging a meeting location with at least the torch and probably both of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we can talk, try and fix what a, a, what the real monsters did and, and try and solve this so we're not... Okay. I mean... Nothing you said is not, is something that I'm not potentially down with trying. And I'm not suggesting necessarily a different course of cor- course of, of action. But well, I absolutely agree that based on my understanding of this, what happened was let's call it offensive and not the fault of the person do we really think that they're reachable at this point if he is reachable I'm the one who can reach him okay and we have to consider the other slashers in a similar position probably possessed more than a bad person right it was was her name emily am i remembering that correctly that is the name that you have for okay um at so paul nods and says and and i would say the same for for emily for the talisman as well no but any connection to her be and just happening to to be be part of an organization that uses the kind of items that possessed her? 
that's exactly the knowledge that I'm talking about. Things like these are powerful and they can go wrong through no fault of the person wielding them. They can take control. Yeah, I'm not going to put you on the probably her favorite person in the room room category. I'm bringing up the point that I also don't think necessarily that she's to blame. If we can, res if we can resolve this without it coming to violence, I think that's the best for all involved. I'm just, I'm trying to be realistic here. I, I agree. They are probably not to, not to blame for 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 what happened, and even for what happened leading to the things that they did. There is definitely a certain level of blame that is taken off of them. Practically, there's a point where that no longer matters. Responsibility or not. And I'm not saying that they're at that point. We definitely should try and figure that out through conversation, through trying to reach them, etc. But we also need to be prepared to put them in the ground. Because... Fair. But we have two literal vampires in it. I don't think that I don't have severe issues with that. That I have expressed explicitly multiple times. But... <laughs> But there's a point where culpability. I do understand that, but we're not going to start there. That's literally what I said that we are not starting there. I'm just saying we need to be prepared to go there and not, okay, let's retreat and now let's deal with it. Now that they know that we've tried to reach them and it hasn't worked. Kayla, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. Like, and I'm not saying that at the first provocation of anything that might potentially go wrong, we bust out the proverbial holy hand grenade. No, but you're absolutely right. But we right. keep the fucking holy hand grenade in the back seat of the car. So we, we, go, we go into the fight. You're right. We go into the fight handicapped if we're not if we're not willing yeah. to go to force if they if they won't be a source of reason and if they ever and if during your attempts to reach they ever hit the point where they realize that we're a threat we may never see them again and they'll be off somewhere else fucking somebody else's world up so yeah I've Absolutely, when you make every attempt to reach them, we just need to be prepared that in case we can't. True. As, as I've said before, I'm content to follow your lead with regard to the Lucifuge, unless sure. he leaves the rest of us no choice. And I'd ask for the same respect 
with regard to uh, to the talisman. You act like she's one of yours, not someone who was screwed over by your people. She was someone who got access to an, a very dangerous artifact that she never should have had access to. That was... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out of character really quickly to make sure I'm remembering this. It was something that was lost f- from a member of the Aegis and found by her. Is that correct? Uh, as, far as, as, far as, as far as your uh, records and understanding goes, uh, she's a family member of an Aegis member. Right. Got the artifact from the Aegis member, presumably after their death. Right. So... The whole purpose of my organization is to stop things like this happening. It's something that went wrong. And that's why I'd like to stop it. But yes, we go in trying to fix the situation, not end the situation. So now that you figured out what you want to do, how are you going to do it? I feel like the way we laid it out. Where is where are we setting it? Where are we setting up? I'll find. I will actually. Where I come in? Yeah. So so in the initial version of this plan, Zero said that he could arrange a location. Clearly, he's not here. But. Right. Someplace minimally combustible. I, I, <laughs> Actually, at this point, Drew's just gonna. I'm gonna go for a walk. Figure out a place. I don't care. Just tell me later. I'm not putting up with this. With what, exactly? He, Paul does not get a response just to glare as Drew. With what, exactly? And if there's no response there too, that's fine, but. No additional response, though it's definitely a little less pointedly I'm angry at you. Her. Which which is not an answer, but it is a piece yeah. of information. Astrid's gonna put her arm around you and give him a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll accept it. All right. Um... Okay, so where are we setting up, and what are we prepared to? Set up. Zero doesn't. Yeah, I know Zero. Zero doesn't have any ideas. Um. Well. Then there are a number of locations that could be arranged to be used for our purposes. Though the question then becomes a matter of. 
how much obtrusion are we willing to deal with? I can arrange locations that are simply barren and unlikely to have any interference from the outside, or I can attempt to create an advantageous location in places where there is technology and potentially uh, allies available to assist if need be. Technology is good. That said, when we say allies, who are we talking about? I mean, I work for a group of... I work for an nope. organization. Nope. Absolutely not. My employees. No offense, Zero, but you know. Um... I would really like the ability to 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 be able to do to have access to my network, but if not, I would prefer. I mean, I've seen what they do. I saw columns of fire. Let's keep that out of the popular. Baron is good. Very well. Empty lots then. Unless anybody disagrees. No, Baron and unobserved. I think that's all for the best. Yeah. I mean, as far as I'm aware, my main job is going to be standing by with the skin graphs, so, you know. Yeah, but you'll also probably be firing a gun once, once. assuming this all goes bad. Well, if you're looking for Baron, then... Hopefully it won't, but... There's a, there's a couple of locations that I could quickly clear out, but we also have one ready-made, if you recall. Which one would that be? I'm sure my character does, but... Take him to Alexander's spot? That area doesn't exist as far as most people are concerned. Um. And there's a city block. Uh. Let's not. Uh. Yeah. If it goes wrong, I really don't want to give the slashers access to that area. Like. Maybe I'm being overly concerned. If it goes wrong, are we not just dead? Well, I mean. I mean, you've, you might you've mostly you've mostly been bragging nonstop that you'll be fine. <laughs> well, I'm certain that I will be, but if it does go wrong, is the outcome of that not simply all of our deaths? I mean, that's that's a fairly uh, I think common risk assessment in our line of work. I am I am fully planning on. <laughs> if necessary, driving away with whoever whoever is certain, uh, uh, alive and able to get to my car once we've determined that we're losing. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm with need. Uh, I'm with uh, Kalo in this one. Baron, yes. One of our safe spots, no. <laughs> also. If we die, if every single one of us dies a slow, burning, screaming death, it's still better than a couple of psychopathic hunters getting access to what's in there. Absolutely. Very well. There's, yeah. There is a new series of residences under construction, but most of the ground is still freshly torn up and mostly dirt and rock. So nothing really yet available to burn, and I can simply have the construction crews cleared out for a while. Feet! Any surveillance nearby or anything we need to worry about uh, exposure? 
Uh, no, it's open air. Sounds perfect. Close to two to power phone lines. Uh, it's a short distance, but the highway is. It's a short road. It's a short while off the highway, so you'd okay. be able to approach those. Fair enough. Sounds awesome. That should work. I can begin to lay the plans for that if you'd like. Let's do it. And William, remind me, I, I think I've pretty much already tapped out as much information on this as I can get from the Aegis, correct? Um, in regards to Emily? To the ta- to, yeah, to the talisman, to to the uh, the knife that she has and so on. Um, well, you would gather that what she has is actually the talisman that she wears around her neck rather than the knife she wields. Okay. I guess I'm just trying to. Is it worth spending more time on on trying to get in touch with the uh, uh, with the Aegis about it? You probably wouldn't be able to get much more than superficial details or personal information. Okay. Uh, I mean, personal information. Yes, that would be very useful. I would like to get a. Actually, I think that's how we left it. Was that they were going to forward any information that they found, and then I don't think we got that. So. But you haven't you haven't gotten the message yet. All right, then I will I will follow up uh, with the London office. Mm-hmm. So you place that call and the phone picks up. Hello. Uh, Spanner calling to check in just regarding the status of uh, of the talisman we discussed before. Uh, Anything? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, let me see what reports we got. Uh, one Emily, no last name given. Um, alias the talisman former fiance wife of an Aegis member killed on the job Uh, any information you're looking for in particular Uh, more information um, I suppose on the fiance Um, what rank were they what were they doing was she aware of of the Aegis before Uh, apparently uh, they were uh relatively high-ranking um, collector of artifacts uh, had a good number of jobs under their belt um, scroll temple scroll mm. definitely the scroll um, definitely uh, knowledgeable sort um, but uh, no the Emily wasn't aware of the uh, of the vigil until uh, one day, uh, this gentleman disappeared uh, without leaving too much of a trace, which we still don't know what happened to him, but we do know that Emily found a talisman that he'd located, and uh, things spiraled downhill from there. Uh, any kids? Any other family? Uh, none 
that we're aware of, but uh, to be fair, as a member of the scroll, um, he kept to himself a lot, and we don't know. Any family that he had, we're unaware of. Any family that she had, she wasn't part of the ages. Any, um, you have an address? I would assume we'd at least have something on record just in this sort of event in a more ideal circumstance so that you can uh, show up and collect anything that's collecting dust in the, up, up in a closet top shelf or so forth. The last known address was in Gloucestershire and you're in Atlanta. Right, right, but, well, fair. We've taken a look there. Uh, but even if, if you've got that address, we could potentially use that to get at least a surname. Well, the problem is it was under uh, Mr. Tullis's, uh surname because she was living with him at the time. Uh, I understood. Um, just, I understand it might be a... Uh, it might be a dead end, um, but any chance you could forward what you got to me? Sure, I'll see what I've got. Okay. I'll send files to you. Perfect. And you'll get an email shortly. All right, cheers. We'll keep you in the loop. Evening. Um, how, how old is Emily? I was under, I guess, the mistaken impression that she was younger. Uh, you would gather probably mid to late 20s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking she was younger. Um, um, what about... Okay, all right. So as soon as I get that information, um, what is Kayla up to? Uh, Probably pulling up some 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 maps of the area and starting to do physical physical layout and logistics planning in terms of that. Okay. Got um, zero. Kayla, um, you got a minute? Uh, about that, what's up? You remember when we first met? You uh, um, flexed your chops a little bit and. Uh, managed to track down some information that I figured wasn't exactly public record. Right. Think you could do it again? I mean, it's sort of my thing. I've got some more information on our, uh, on our non-fiery slasher. And I'm going to give Kayla the information um, on the home address. And what is that relevant information? Because Jeremy had to stop paying attention for a few minutes. Um, that is fair. <laughs> you had um, address, uh, name, no last name given, but they were living with someone uh, with last name Tullis. Um, and the known information that this Tullis was a member of the Aegis. Here in the, in in, the Atlanta area? In Gloucestershire, UK. Okay, that changes how you do the the, the person search. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Th but they're from Gloucester. Yeah. Okay. Do do I know this person? I mean, I know Gloucester is a big place, but Gloucester is a big place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love that the the 
the I'm from the place do I know the question came up for the international character. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you can roll me. Hey, you're from India. I know this other person from India. Do you know them? Okay. All right. Well, to be fair, <laughs> there's a slight difference in scale between Gloucester and India. There's a difference between you're from India and you're both from Bangladesh. Yeah. Right. No, no. But still. And, well, okay. And and you're both from this place and you work for the same company. So. Or, or no, you're both from this place. You work for the company that he worked for five years ago or whenever because um like she's been well i know from other things that it must have been like two or three years at the very least she's been talisman for a while yeah but but paul paul's also not during that time yeah but paul's also not I, new sorry to the, just yeah. like <laughs> i'm just giving you a hard time over <laughs> I mean, I just figured, hey, that's yeah, no, it's worth a heck of a coincidence. Um, what you can do uh, for me real quick is see if you know anything more about this tallest gentleman. Yeah. Um, if you want to roll me a uh, wits and intelligence. Yeah. Do I add my conspiracy? Yeah. Go ahead and add your conspiracy dots. Okay. You said wits and intelligence? Yeah, with a dog. And then three. Oh, I, I wanted to ask you also if I can bump my conspiracy to four for getting them a fairy dream about winter. Uh, two successes. We'll discuss that one after the Yeah. Um, so yeah. So in that case, I am going to do a per. I am going to do a person search. Deep dive. This will take me a little while. Uh, yeah. not, it, 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 it's not it's not uh um uh what was the the what was the internet csi one that lasted like a season um um csi not real what you're talking about it was csi uh or no i'm sorry it was law and order oh it was law and order like Criminal was a show, but apparently it had multiple seasons. But yeah, oh no, you are you're right. That's the one. Anyways, it's not that. It's not. I type five things, type five keys <laughs> into a keyboard, and then it spits out all the answers. Uh, yeah. So give me give me an extended uh, intelligence and computers role. You're gonna yep. be make me five of them. So. This might be stretching it. Uh, that's an occult. Um, I mean, what's the specialization? You might be able to convince me. No, this would actually <laughs> it, it, it would actually be less because it's the occult specialty. My my my, my I was going to ask if Aegis uh, Kador counts as a cult. Um, <laughs> but that would actually just give me the same number of dice that I have otherwise. So, intelligence, computer, and he said, sorry, um, five rolls? Five, yeah, five okay. rolls. Well, 
It's a good thing I have one, two, three. Hey, look at that! Five willpower. You spend all of it. <laughs> Keep in mind, I will be asking for one of these back at the end of the session because pride. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so so plus three to each of these. This is what I do. <laughs> Ah! Never mind. I may not be spending all of my willpower. <laughs> I will send for at least one more, though. To, uh, you know what? Willpower is good to have when you're about to go into a confrontation with with this the terrible things that we're about to go into. So there's eight total. Still eight total. This is why I spend willpower. <laughs> Look at all those sevens. Damn. Fuck it, willpower. <laughs> 11 successes total. 11 successes across. I love that your dice just respond to whether or not you're using willpower. <laughs> well, whether I'm not, I'm using precious resources. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, I figure this is like full, like dark wood, like the whole schlemiel. Um, so, first off, Paul, um, thinking about it, um, Edwin Tullis uh, is a well known name among the scroll um, for a man who definitely disappeared out of nowhere. Um, okay. Uh, in Gloucester, he was one of the more active members of the scroll, one of the more um, outspoken and well-meaning people um, who was looking to help make the world a better place, legitimately, unlike a lot of members of the hunt. Um, but one day he just vanished without a trace, and he was never one to speak much about his fiance, but you knew that he cared about her very much and it's sort of disappointing that this is what happened to her in the aftermath of the disappearance um, okay with 11 successes over the, over the better part of an hour uh, <laughs> for for Kayla digging deep and deep on this Emily um, you find the the name of one Emily Caulfield, okay. um, who has made quite an around the world journey. Um, supposedly, after the death of her fiance in Gloucester in the UK. Um, decided to start flying around the world, uh, taking journeys with the excessive amount of money that her fiancé left to her, um, and began to go exploring, digging for buried treasure, essentially, um, and seemingly following some series of notes and guides um, before eventually finding whatever she was looking for and making her way back to Gloucester for a while. Um, a couple years later, she left Gloucester and started wandering again. But this time, um, what the network can especially dig up is that wherever she went, um, murders, uh, and especially murders of supernatural creatures began to crop up. And this is when she began to pick up 
the moniker of the Sonic Slasher. Um, traveled to Atlanta within the past couple of years. Um, definitely had a close encounter with a member of the Lucifuge. Uh, neither of them died in that encounter, but um, they definitely formed something of a, of a hunter-prey relationship and who was whom changed from day to day. Um, and eventually um, started to pick up and work with this torch individual and that's about where you end up here. See, Drew, Lucy Fusion ages can work together. That's out of character. I know Drew's not. Okay. It, do you, does Kayla share that? Or is I, that... We're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. For the record, I, I I am now immediately picturing in my mind that she is Anya because her name is Emily Caulfield and the actress who plays Anya in Buffy is named Emma Caulfield. <laughs> yep. Okay. I realized that's also my character for the next game's name and that was very confusing. Uh, you, you, you realize also that that's my wife's name? <laughs> Which was even more confusing. What, Anya? Yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs> it's not a particularly uncommon name, but no, it's it, no, it's not. But I, I just, it was like, oh, I'm picturing Anya, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Are you? I hope not. Going to mysteriously disappear, Craig? I mean, I'm worried now. <laughs> don't worry. Just the, I, I'm only talking about the vengeance team. <laughs> um so yeah she sort of sits back like would, would you object to Paul have been sort of looking over your shoulder during this uh yes actually okay. all right trade uh, uh compact secrets okay uh, yeah he can respect that then he then he has left left yeah. you alone sitting nearby but all not right. looking over your shoulder well, I just built, uh, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just create a lot of theories in my head, most of which are probably not accurate, but sounds like, uh, uh, she, she went out after her fiance died, went out looking for something in specific found it had her enchantress moment um went back home for a bit and then went out to start killing 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 monsters um and then had her titty teeth with the torch started playing i'm killing you no wait no i'm killing you teehee no i'm killing you and then they started working together. Did you get a, did you get a full name for her for him? Caulfield. For him? No. For her, yes. Right. I mean if we want what? a full name if we want a full name from him, I would suggest you ask Drew and then get be prepared to be accused of trying to dig into Lucifuge business because you're you and he suspects you of everything. Not inappropriately, but... 
Oh no, no, yeah, you, I'm, I'm, uh, you, you saw that as well. Where me, uh, yes, asking a general Not that question. You haven't earned that reputation, but I think I, 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 I think I've earned the ability to discuss strategy with the rest of the group when we're embarking on a battle. You're but, not uh, wrong, but this is also something very close to him. Uh, this is the murder of... I think that was half half annoyance at you, half anger at you, half anger at Zero. Because everything I think Drew is doing right now in relation to us is tainted by Zero anger. Paul, Paul shrugs and says, look, honestly, as long as she doesn't burn me alive while we're trying to fight these others, I don't frankly care. But when I said his name, I actually meant uh, Emma Caulfield, her husband. We've got an operative Fair. name, but... Uh... So, yeah. That's going to be fun. Okay. But but we don't have that name, right? We just have... You, you is it Talus? You, you remember Edgar Talus. Okay, okay. Talus, okay. All right. Um... All right. Well, that's first off, amazing work. That definitely gives us something to to, to work with, and uh, it's uh, impressive, although a little disheartening to see uh, how much you can get uh, each time you do this. I mean, look, you can. You can find out all sorts of things about magical items and have the huge, like, disturbing level of, of probable access to world-ending things. Zero can do creepy medical Frankenstein bullshit. I'm, I, I'm not suggesting we don't have our strengths. I'm just saying it's impressive, that's all. Yeah. I drink poison. See? And you do a fantastic job at patching all of us up. Mithridates, he died old. Colleen, in tones. All right. Well, that's good. That's uh, certainly more information than we had going in. So, yep. Do, do I know anything about um, any artifacts like this and uh, uh, what, uh, why it might be, whether it's, you know, talking to her or I guess artifacts in general that have changed personalities? Romeo intelligence and occult, and you can add half your compact. Okay. For conspiracy. Um, round up or round down? Uh, round down. Okay. Four successes. Four. All right. So. It's certainly not outside the realm of possibility for an artifact to affect someone's mind uh, and personality. Typically speaking, such an item would be considered cursed. Um, 
and would need to be kept under close wraps and under very secure lock and key. Um, you would not... You would typically expect um, a mundane individual to be able to get their hands on this kind of item unless they somehow manage to beat the Aegis to it, um, which sort of implies that either it was already held and someone helped her get it, or whatever uh, Mr. Tallis left behind, he left some notes about where to find it, uh, which helped her get her hands on it. Um, but as for the artifact itself, uh, it's difficult to tell what it might be used for intentionally, but it definitely has a certain amount of um, amplification and mental alteration capacity, considering what it seems to have done to one Emily Caulfield. Right. But with that knowledge fresh in your mind, and with something resembling a plan beginning to form, we'll cover what happens to Drew as Drew has disappeared from the group and made his way elsewhere at the beginning of next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Hey, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.